Hello, my name is Alejandro Ocampo, local dreamer, local creator, and local businessman. And we're excited to have this podcast with you. Um, so obviously, a lot of people know you as a as the owner of a Camino. Would you mind sharing a little bit about you know what other businesses do you own, and and you know what kind of Go from there. Okay, for sure. Um, so Camino Real uh, Kitchen and Tequila started in 2008. We were at 3,500 trucks and Avenue from 2008 to 2012. Mm -hmm. uh, we're currently at Stein on the Southwest District in Stein. And uh, after that, we opened uh, Bakersfield Pizza right. on Mean Avenue. And then after Bakersfield Pizza, we opened uh, Vida Eatery, which is right across the street from Camino Real. And uh, between that, we have like a little popsicle company. Oh, nice. They can craft the paletas. I'm, I'm a paletero. Nice. Nice. What is it called? Uh, paleta company. <laughs> paleta company. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. 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 And then uh, recently we started uh, Double O Creamery. It's a non-dairy ice cream company. That's nice. Very popular in the Bay Area. Um, we also have Allstate. So if you, you know you need insurance, let us know. Nice. 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 So all these companies, man, let me ask you. I, I have... A really hard time sometimes, you know, running this one company. How do you do it with multiple companies, bro? How do you feel sometimes? Like, is it, is it a challenge for you? Uh, do you have people helping you out? So I think, uh, I mean, when I first started business, it was 100% 18-hour shifts every day. 20-hour mm -hmm. shifts were normal. I'm not productive in eight hours. Yeah. I need 14, 15, 16 hours. In a day? In a day. Shit, okay. And so now, um, in the position that I'm in, I have uh, four daughters, all under the age of five. Mm -hmm. So I've backed up away from the business. But it's really important that if you have a strong foundation, then you can build on that. For sure. And so we definitely built on that. And now we can step back a little bit. Okay. So I don't. I think it's, a, it's more about balancing, like family time, being a father, also being involved with the companies. Yeah. But a big part of that, it's aligning yourself with um, employees and uh, people that kind of have the same belief system. I want to be a part of something bigger than just an hourly wage. Okay. Um, so you mentioned foundation. So can you kind of explain what you mean by that? What do you mean by building a good foundation? So, you know, a lot of times when people go into business, they, they make the assumption, like, I'm going to go in it to make money. Like, mm -hmm. in three years, I'm going to have this. And I mean, you could probably do that, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, like, for me, like, the foundation needed to be very strong. So with blood, sweat, tears, you know, um, months, years without pay, uh, a lot of sacrifice. And it was all necessary to get that foundation correct. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be in a position where we, now we have, you know, two Allstate offices, nice. um, which is kind of big because we bought a book of business and now we're just growing that book of business. Nice. So it, it went from just tacos to pizza to vegan food to paletas. Now we're doing insurance policy. Nice. You know what I mean? So it's constant growth. But without that foundation that we built upon, we wouldn't have opportunity to do this. I betcha. So, like I said, a lot of sacrifices, and um, that's what's needed to build a big empire or a bigger company. You need a very strong foundation. Okay, Alejandro, um, can you tell us a little bit about you know your past or where you come from? Where you know where what's your background like, and what's causing you to to do what you're doing now? Is there you know? So I think a lot of it, you know, um, I can't take credit for everything we've done. It's a lot of the community support, um, you know, my mom and dad, my wife, my family, my, my business partner, my brother, um, you know, they've all been a part of the growth. Um, I think as far as like my background is, you know, my parents came to this country from Mexico. Um, they came to provide a better future for us. Um, I think in, we're in a position where we need to build upon that 
sacrifice that they made to come to this country. I think nowadays too many people get comfortable. They're okay. With, you know, my parents did all that. Like I'm good. Right. I'm okay. I, I being complacent and being okay. Right. For me, it doesn't work. I got you. You paid the four hundred bucks a month that the parents asked for, huh? Yeah, like you know, let's do more. Like if yeah. my if my parents came to this country to provide a better opportunity, then then not only do I need to one up them, I need to work even harder yeah, to right. establish myself for my future generation. For sure. Because if not, what what was all that effort to come to this country to provide us an opportunity, and we're not we're not taking advantage of that opportunity. One hundred percent. So as as first generation, so let me ask you this, and it's probably a, a pretty you know straightforward question to where um you know we're we're all gonna know the answer to this right but did you ever watch your parents struggle growing up as a kid where you're like shit you know i wish you know it wasn't like this i you know basically where i you know the inspiration kicked in did you ever watch things like that firsthand yeah man you know i i i, I kind of asked myself many times growing up like my parents do not love me they don't want to be a part of my sports i want to get in sports they don't want to support that and i asked myself why and, you know, when you're young, you don't understand, you know, now that I'm of age, I acknowledge all the sacrifices they have to make, you yeah. know, they they couldn't make that decision to be like, hey, I'm not going to go to work today because I'm going to go with my son. Yeah. Dude, I have that opportunity. Yeah. Right. I could literally be like, I'm going to go hang out with my daughter. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go to work today. You know, you know how amazing that feeling is? Yeah. Like, it, you can't put nothing on that. For sure. Yeah. And yeah. anything we were just talking about. We were today. today. Yeah. Today, we during, were lunch. Lunch, during lunch, we were talking about that with uh, uh, one of our agents. He's actually my cousin. And um, same thing, you know, a little background with him. You know, he was a, a mechanic for a long time. So, you know, straight eight to six o'clock job, nine to five job, right? And uh, we were talking about that, bro. Like, you cannot put a price on being able to say, you know what? I don't want to work today. I'm going to take the day off. I, you know, it's my daughter's birthday. I have a game, you know, the holidays. Uh, but it, it is one of those things that you mentioned, like, okay, our parents couldn't do that for us. Not because they didn't want to, but because they couldn't. You yeah. know, and that, that shit must hurt, man. It must suck, right? Yeah. You know, I think it's really important that now that, that we're adults, we have families now that we acknowledge our parents' sacrifices and we let them know. And, I, and I've done that. And, you know. Uh, it's a really good feeling when they, you, they hear that out of your mouth. Because sure. growing up, you know, we were probably jerks to them. You know, we were probably yeah. like mean or, you know, oh, you don't let me do nothing. Rebels. You know? Yeah. And you know what? I use this all the time. I tell my staff and they laugh at this. I tell them, um, you know, in high school, you have that cool guy with a nice car. Well, yeah. guess what? Cool guy still had the same car. Yeah. You know, yeah. what do you have? You know, what have you built? Yeah. So it's not like it, wherever you are in life at that point, it doesn't matter. You know, if that's if that's what you want to make your life about, then fine. But there's so much growth, like, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this real quick. Do you take care of your parents right now, or, or how's your relationship with your parents today? It's great. You know, my, my mom and dad have been amazing. They worked really hard. They're, they're retired. Okay. Um, they eat for free at Camino Real. <laughs> uh, but sometimes I look at their checks. I'm like, damn, maybe I shouldn't do that. But uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely take care of them. Um, I'm, I'll share a story with you one day. Uh, my dad was sitting at the bar with a big giant beer and like a plate of ceviche. Mm-hmm. And um, he texted me and he goes, Hey, you, you meet me at the bar. And I, I was busy. I was on my way to catering. And I said, I, I can't. I'm getting ready to go to an event. I have a catering. He goes, Okay, I understand. And so I'm leaving Camino, like loaded the car and I'm leaving. And as I'm leaving, I literally, I could see my dad through the window at the bar and he was sitting there drinking his beer. And so I, I flip a you real quick for some reason. I text the catering and I said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit late. Yeah. And so I pulled up and I walk in and my dad goes, oh, I thought, I thought you had something to do. I was like, ah, I, I got some time. And oh, so I, cool. I sit down with them and, and out of nowhere, he just goes, hey, um, you know, 
I'm so glad you were so stubborn and wanting to do the business. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, but was it worth it? And I, I kind of didn't even know how to respond to that because, you know, he was like, you know, like putting me on the spot. Yeah. And so I kind of, I, I stopped for a second and I thought about it. And I say, well, you're sitting in, in, in a bar having a beer with ceviche and you're asking me if it was worth it. I was like, damn right it was worth it. Uh, yeah. You're sitting in a bar that you were a part of, like, without your... Uh, help without your the way you bring us up and that work ethic that you instilled in us we wouldn't be here for sure you know so all that you know being younger and complaining about not getting this and not getting that it didn't matter yeah because he was setting us up for better things for success. success yeah right and he's right there enjoying enjoying you know, the, the fruits the of his labor yeah, for yeah. sure yeah without him really knowing it too yeah, yeah. that's crazy bro. awesome and yeah so yeah we take care of them most we can you know we uh, invite them places take them out um they do a lot of cruises they, they really enjoy their retirement that's good and it's no better feeling than to see them enjoy all the hard work you know for sure let me ask you this just a, a simple question did you ever work in the fields i did Oh, nice. I did. I did actually. What, what, what's your feedback on that, there? How do you? What's your perspective on on working in a, in a it, place like that? It was beautiful, honestly. I yeah. loved it. I loved the being up at four o'clock in the morning, uh, being in the middle of the suitable, you know, cleaning the the weeds off of the cotton. Yeah. And then just seeing the sunrise and it's all fresh in the morning. Yeah. You're just working. It's just. But then when it at eleven o'clock and that heat starts, oh, oh man, I was gonna hit. Yeah. But I was um I was like uh 12, 13 when I started doing that. Nice. And my first job was at um at the car wash at 12 years old. Nice. Yeah. I literally walked over to the car wash and asked them if they were hiring me, hiring me on the spot. Nice. Wow, 12 so, years old. Yeah, that work ethic was there, man. Yeah, yeah. We got that, that Mexican up on. Yeah, for sure. Well, I didn't want to work for free. My dad used to do landscaping. Uh, and so we were free labor. Oh, I got you. That for like since I was five. You know? I got you. Yeah. You know, we actually did something very similar. Yeah, we have we have very uh, very similar backgrounds actually. I wasn't twelve, bro. You know, I I was a little lazier. But when I started, man, I we you know we did work in the fields. Uh, I think we were 14, 15, 16. Mm -hmm. and then I also went on and and got hired at a car wash. So we got very very similar uh, backgrounds, bro. Car wash. Uh, it was at Family Motors. Actually, my cousin here, the one that was a mechanic, got me that job, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, so it was kind of, you know. Yeah, I, was a, I worked at Niagara Car Wash. That's actually where I learned how to drive. Oops. Not right? <laughs> me too, bro. People's cars. Shout, shout out to Family Motors because I crashed like three of their cars. Yeah, and then he got the knowledge after that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, very. And the reason why we ask about, you know, the background, I feel like that really shapes a person up to obviously, you know, who they are today. Um, you know, and again, very similar, bro. I did grow up, we grew up watching our parents struggle and it was a very shitty feeling. Sometimes we would grow up and, you know, I would watch my parents just, you know, cry about bills, you know, be upset about not being able to afford certain things or not being able to take us to certain places. I remember the only time we would ever go anywhere, bro, is like during tax time. Tax time was like that best time for us, right? Um, that's when we would get the the special treatment. But for the most part, man, seeing them grow up that way, I always told myself, you know, I, I don't want to live like this, man. And, and a lot of my mentorship, I say it all the time, came from people in the field, bro. When I used to work in the field, they used to have people tell me like, hey, you know what? We came to this country uh, to provide a better life for you guys. You shouldn't be here. You know what I mean? You should be doing something better than what we're doing um, and taking advantage of the opportunity that we don't have, right? Um, so, I mean, that's crazy, bro. Very similar background for sure. Yeah, I think uh, our parents instilled that, you know, hard work mentality. And, I, and I, I'm so thankful for that. You know, I'm so thankful that they weren't just like, oh, here's this, here's that. Like, just giving me gifts. Like, I had to work for it. And there's a story that I saw this Nissan um, 240FX. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted it. And I was like, uh, I saved my money. I, I needed a co-signer. And I told my dad, and I said, no. A year later, I bought that car cash. You know, for me, nice. that, was, that was huge, right? 
And the same thing happened when uh, I wanted to buy a house. I was 21. And mm-hmm. my dad said, no, I'm not going to co-sign for you. I bought the house. You know, nice. At 21? At 21. Yeah. You bought a house at 21. Yes, sir. No way. Yes, sir. What was your realtor, bro? Why didn't you use me? I don't remember. I probably wasn't born yet. The story gets better. I bought the house at 21. Um, had the house for about three years. Used some of the equity to open Camino Real. Nice. Housing market crashed the month we opened Camino Real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In 2008, we wow. opened Camino Real. So the housing market just crashed. Wow. How was the, the, the restaurant business around that time? It was horrible, man. Okay. All the real estate offices around us just shut down. Wow. Everybody was, everybody was suffering. Man. Yeah. And we opened that month. So how did you manage to, to stay open during that time? I, I let go of my house and I just kept, you know, I was like, I took the equity out of it. It gone. Yeah. I used that to keep the restaurant open. Uh, my parents, you know, we used some of the equity on their house to keep the restaurant open. I gotcha. Uh, we knew, uh, you know, the PG&E guy, like on a personal basis, when they came to the restaurant, they shut our power off. No way. We knew the sheriff's department on a personal basis when they came in to, you know, put the locks on the door. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was a struggle, but, you know, it was worth it. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely, to, to where you're at today. Yeah. Now, I got some questions about the restaurant. I don't know if you have anything right now uh, you want to touch up on real quick. But. So one of the things, obviously, I know you mentioned you had a lot of the support, you know, from the community. It was, you know, your family. Um, and I know you're mentioning, you know, you used your parents' equity for their house. Um, when you got into business with your, you know, your siblings, your brother, um, how did you guys go about that? I mean, is it just something that you guys were like, dude, we got to open this up together? I mean, what what inspired you guys to go and work towards the same goal together of, opposed to working against each other in a sense? Because it tends to be, yeah, you know, a thing. So my brother is um, a veteran. And when he got back from being overseas, mm-hmm. um, he was having a hard time looking for a job. My dad was, my dad understood that I didn't want to go to school. And he saw me like struggling and he knew that I wasn't going to go to school. Like he knew that. Like going to BC, yeah, I was going to BC, I was going to be a teacher, Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't in me. And at the time I was serving, you know, uh, doing a waitering at restaurant and doing that. And I really loved it. And when my brother came back from overseas, my dad kind of just saw that my mentality, like I was going to open a restaurant no matter what. Yeah. And so out of nowhere, my dad was like, hey, you know, uh, you seriously want to open a restaurant? I said, yeah, I think I can do it. I was 24. 24. Okay, so you, you were at a young age already with yeah. that mentality. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, you, even prior, I was like 17, 16 when I knew I wanted to open a restaurant. Shit. Okay, and that was my next question too. Like, what is it that really truly inspired you? Was it when, obviously, working in the business, you saw... I just, I, I, at a young age, I, I loved food. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I really, like, even at the car wash, um, people would come up to me and tip me. Just give me money just because I was just talking to them and... You know, I say, have a good day, you know, just being proper. Yeah. People aren't used to that. Right. Especially at a car wash for the yeah. majority that didn't speak English. <laughs> yeah. And this guy just being like, hey, you have a great day. Thanks for visiting. And they're like, well, it's five bucks, five bucks. Yeah. And so I just kind of like, I love the customer service interaction. I thrive on customer service interaction. For sure. I hate the 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 money side, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's the, the deal I have with my brother. My brother takes care of all the finances. I just focus on the restaurant growth, the employees. Uh, the the menu creativity that's that's my thing. Nice. They create, um, and that's it. So you have your brother as your partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really- obviously, you know, this is my brother. Yeah. He's my partner. It's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah. So we have something very similar to that too, yeah. where I'm the one that handles the numbers, okay. and my brother helps me by you know basically help me out with some ideas and stuff like that when it comes to the company. It helps. Me. The, the thing is that you definitely gotta have people that are that are gonna align with what you want to do. Yeah. But you really gotta work with what you're good at. Yeah. You know, and numbers I'm not good at. Yeah. Um, 
I measure success based on how many people I see smiling. I don't measure it on Yelp reviews. I don't measure it on Google reviews. You know, right here, right now, how many people are in my dining room smiling, having a great time? Yeah. That's it. That's my success. All right. Yeah. Going to the dining room, you see that? It's working. Um, you know, Yelp reviews, all that doesn't really matter. For sure. So that's the deal I had with my brother. And it's worked out great. Yeah. You know, I think the only time he tells me that we're in trouble with money, I'm like, that's your problem. But I think that it's as long as you focus on, on what we needed to do, things work out. For sure. And if you're too focused on the money aspect, then, you know, you start losing focus on the customers. Right. And it's basically something that we were also talking yeah. about today, right? <laughs> yeah. You literally hit the nail on the head because uh, one of the points that, they, that, that we're actually talking about is when you're thinking just numbers, 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 it just, it's kind of blinds you from actually getting to see the reality behind it. And it's like you mentioned, it's the customer service, because at the end of the day, you giving the best customer service is going to bring you the money. You got to focus on the customer service, not the money. Yeah. Cause like you're focusing on the wrong thing. And a right. lot of people do that, bro. When they go into business, they're just focusing on how much they're going to make, how much they're going to make, how much they're going to make, or how much they need to make. The reality is they're not focusing on that process that it takes to even make the money in the first place. Right. And that's what we're obsessed with is that process, the efficiency, the systems, the, the right. real thing. Yeah. You're, you're invested. You're investing sure. into the, the, the community. You're investing into these customers and you're, you're creating loyalty. Yeah. And you can't put a price on it. Yeah. And if you're just so focused on the money part, that, like you just said, it blinds you for sure. And you're no longer doing it for the original reason you got into business to help people, to grow people. You know, obviously you want to make money too, but that shouldn't be a priority. Yeah. And then you start cutting corners and then people start realizing that, like, oh man, this guy's all about the money. Let me, let me ask you too how, how's your relationship with your brother in business? And have you guys ever had any? I mean, obviously, you always have ups and downs, right? But if you mind kind of talking a little bit about that, it's it's a little difficult, you know. And I get him like when he's telling me, like, hey, man, we can't be spending, you know, don't buy that expensive tortilla making machine or that new register. Don't, you know, I could get it, but like, I see it like this is an investment we need to grow. Yeah. Um, And so when he tells me, like, hey, like, we're going to have to take a pay cut, I'm like, that's fine. Don't pay me for this year. I'll, I'll make it happen. You know, yeah. thankfully, my wife does really good for herself and be able to hold it down for us but um you know i'm willing to do that sacrifice because i believe in the product for sure you know and like i'll give you an example vida uh, eatery um that one's the one that's doing the less uh, revenue right now but I, I believe in the product so i'm going all in i keep telling my brother like let's just you know let's stick to it let's you know let's kind of build that clientele um you know camino real wasn't built in one year for sure it took us like five six years to build that clientele that we have now yeah um, and that kind of like at Bakersfield Pizza, same thing. Like it took us a couple of years to get it going. Yeah. And you know what? Camino's a pretty established place now, bro. It's pretty yeah. well known, you know? Yeah. So, um, which I actually want to ask you some questions about the restaurant itself. I know we were just talking a little bit about it earlier before we started the podcast, but you mentioned you had a nightclub. Yeah. Do you ever plan on bringing that back? And give us a little background on that nightclub. But what, what was it like? Never again. We'll never do <laughs> Um, the, the nightclub was something that we, um, kind of like it grew into it we we didn't plan on doing that it kind of just like the the clientele we had at the time um i mean i was 24 when i opened so a lot of the people that were going there were around the same age yeah and um you know we just started i think my brother started djing one night and we got like a little group of people and really hey this is kind of cool and so it just kept growing and next thing you know we had you know multiple djs two dance floors you know four or five hundred people in there shit and it was it was, it was a great crowd you know it was, it was amazing um but i'll never do it again yeah, I think I outgrew it, and I think my my mindset and my um, 
it, it's short-term money, definitely. Like, you can make money quick, mm -hmm. right? But I think like my mindset just changed. I grew out of it, and you know, I'm like a family man now. Like, I want to be home early. Um, you know, just it was fun. What is it? What is it that made you not want to do it though? Like, why? Why would you not want to do it again? It's a lot of work, man. It's okay. another business, huh? All different, like it's a lot. Okay. And just you know, it's it's different. But, you know, my mom was right. My mom always said, "Nada bueno um, pasa después de las once." Yeah. You know, <laughs> she was great. after eleven, like it's yeah. <laughs> and then just like people, the alcohol, and you know, things got out of hand sometimes, and I just didn't want to be part of the atmosphere. I got, I got you. you. Yeah. I rather just focus on. On the food, like you know, how many how many restaurants you look at have been in business for years, right? Mm -hmm. How many nightclubs? Nightclubs don't last. They don't, man. Yeah. Actually, there's a, there's nightclubs that I know they uh, close down and then they reopen again because they say that the hype kind of just dies out, right? Like if the nightclubs open for years. so long, bro, it just gets burnt out. People are just it's not as attractive as it was before. See them open up in Northwest Vegas. Yeah, so they'll shut them down and reopen them just to hype it up again, and it's like it's a it's a short term thing for sure. And that's something that you and I were talking about. Uh, yeah. Which brings me to my next question: Competition. How how is it competition? Because I know the food industry is is super cutthroat, bro. I know there's a lot of competition in it. Yeah. And when we were talking, you mentioned there's some people or some competitors that are in this for the short term game, and then we were also talking about you being in this for the long term game, yeah. right? So, uh, yeah, a little bit about that, man. Yeah. So we don't. I mean, I I feel like we don't have competition. I'm not saying that like we're the best, but. When you have so many Mexican restaurants and you separate yourself from being a Mexican restaurant to being a Mexican inspired with California love, mm -hmm. like that just changes it. For sure. And we weren't accepted when we first started doing that, but people learned to understand what we were trying to do. Yeah. We embraced our identity and our culture through our food. Yeah. I love Panda Express. Does that make me less Mexican? Not at all. Right? My parents are from Mexico and they came to this country. I was born and raised here. So you want to talk about authenticity. We're pretty authentic. We embraced our cultura. We yeah. embraced who we really are. And so we created a demographic that didn't exist before. And so we did the same thing with Bakersfield Pizza. Like it's like, it's like a really nice ambiance, you know, cool bar, crafted cocktails. The pizza's different. And it didn't exist. And we created our clientele there. Yeah. And, and I think right now we're at with Vida, we're doing the same thing there. Like it's a vegan restaurant in Bakersfield. And we've been able to survive, you know, four plus years. Nice. And so now it's just, you know, kind of streamlining uh, Vida and what we do there and just kind of growing. So we don't have competition in the sense that we do things so different that you can't really compare us to other restaurants. To anybody else. You can. Cool. Yeah, that's 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 actually really good. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I mean, not that you shouldn't have anybody as as a competition, but it's one of those things where you want you always want to be standing out yeah. from the crowd, right? Yeah. So just the fact that you mentioned you created your own environment, which is very similar to what we've done here, I feel that him and I have gotten uh, to the point to where we've experienced different companies, and we've seen that none of those companies had what what we wanted or what we believed in. So we came and we bring the environment here. We built and everybody's on the same page. Honestly, bro, we're, we're completely crazy. different. We are not your average company, bro. As you can tell, like your real estate company and, and the demographics for real estate companies are, you know, they're usually older, you know, agents, you know, within, you know, 40, 50, 60s and on, uh, you know, very boring offices, plain offices, um, not a lot of, you know, culture. culture, I guess. So when we started the company, bro, I mean, as you can tell, a lot of the guys here are younger. They're ambitious. They're hungry. 
Um, and when we started the company, it was something that wasn't really accepted either. It was like, nah, just a bunch of kids, bro. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And it was exactly like that, bro. We got, we got, um, we got, uh, I guess, frowned upon, right, by the community. But once a lot of people, I guess, once people started seeing what we were really about, what we were trying to do, it was accepted. And right now, bro, we're booming. And it's not even about the age. It's about the mentality that we have. Um, you know, like you said, it's a culture, bro. It's the environment. It's something that we set up here. So, right. Um, and I feel like that's huge, bro. I feel like that really, really does that. That's why I understand exactly what you're saying when you talk about competition. I really personally feel like we don't have competition because there's no one we can compare ourselves to. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and it's like if you have like the, like this, the, you know, the pie chart and they're like this piece of pie is pretty large and you're yeah. like, okay, I could go into that one. I'm going to compete with all these people. But you're like, what about this little corner? Well, you know, what nobody's catering to them, or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, no, everybody's doing this. Well, I want to do that. Yeah, and I want that, you know, big piece of pie to just get smaller, and my side will get bigger. Bro, yeah. So are, are you going to last longer taking customers from other businesses? Are you going to last longer creating your own kind of mentality, base. your own yeah. base, right? So you have you have diehard fans and supporters for life, for sure. Not for sure completely different and that's very similar to something that i read in a book bro it's like uh take the war to places that the war hasn't been taken to places that people are weak on right if people are weak and a lot of the companies here were weak in, and i'm just gonna say it to be honest with you they were weak on social media they were weak on that aspect to where everything they were doing it was never really put out there um so i, I decided i want to take the war there you know i want to be able to put myself out there and, and and be different show people who we really are in the culture and that brings me to my next question for you. Uh, your social media, man, I, I saw a little bit and I like it, bro. Who manages that for you? I, I do. I do all my social media alongside with some of my employees that help me. Like uh, recently, I, I let go of the social media at Bakers for Pizza. Managers are taking care of it. And then uh, my manager at Camino guys are taking care of it. But we are, we are going to be creating, uh, we're going to hire somebody to start taking care of that. Uh, so that way I can focus more on creating other things. Um, over the years, we've kind of uh, we've done a lot of stuff ourselves. Uh, we recently got an HR guy um, to help us out a lot. Nice. Um, so we're just trying to uh, align ourselves with people that believe in what we're doing, and then that gives us an opportunity to kind of focus on more growth. Yeah. Um, like at Camino Real, there's a lot of new things we're working on. Um, at Vida, we're doing Bakersfield first, 100% um, non-dairy ice cream shop. Yeah. Um, we're expanding out into the Oakland area. Uh, nice. As far as like we're we're aligning ourselves with businesses out there to sell paletas and ice cream. Yeah. Um, it's just really neat. Like the more people we get to help us, the, it's easier for us to kind of focus on the expansion or even just perfecting the craft. Oh, that's right. And that's what we're doing right now. Sweet. So one of the one of the things that I actually wanted to talk about is um, basically when you opened your business, you mentioned it was in 2008 when you established mm -hmm. that restaurant, right? When we established the company, it was 2020. in 2020. Okay, so as we know, in 2008, it was uh, basically the crash, right? The crash market. In 2020, it was the pandemic that happened. So we both went through this this time um, in business where we had to pivot, right? In 08, what did you do to pivot? And then we'll go over exactly what it was that we had to do in 2020 to pivot to, you know, what we did today. And I think at the time, there wasn't really like social media uh, in 2008. And we started really getting involved with social media um, and then just kind of uh, kind of learning that whole time that it was like downtime. We kind of learned our craft and kind of honed our skills. But I think it's really important to acknowledge that I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm doing. 
because if I come to the point where I feel right, I'm gonna mentally, I like I know what I'm doing, then that's it. I'm over it. You mean you mean you mean like not not open to learning, right? Is that what you're saying? Coachable, yeah, right? Because there's a lot of people that come in, they're just like super closed minded. Like, I know you have that mentality, and the way that you're saying it's everything. Yeah, no, I and that's why I tell people, like I I honestly don't know nothing. And then the thing is that yesterday I learned something new and I'm implementing today. And today I'm going to learn something new I'm going to implement tomorrow. And at the end of the week, I'm going to get all these new things that I learned. I'm going to be like, okay, this is good. This is it. And then next week, let's go. Learning, learning, implementing. You never stop learning. No. And I think that's where, that's where we talk about being comfortable. Yeah. You know, like yeah. in business. Like, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I got this. I'm chilling. I'm going yeah. to stand back. Like, nah, you know, I got you. Let's just go harder. Let's let's find what else. Look for different ways uh, that you can improve. Yeah. Different things that you yeah. can make better. And you know, people are gonna copy if if you're standing out. You're doing something different. For sure, bro. People are gonna start copying, right? Hey, that's sure. the best feeling, though. Yeah, it is honestly. You know, better yet, I'll tell you this story. My employees literally knew how bad we were struggling. I say, hey, don't worry about pay. No way. Yeah, your employees? My employees. I have a lot of employees. Yeah, troopers. Yeah. And are those employees still with you I today? One of them still with me. The original chef. He's still with me. Nice, yeah. man. And so they were like diehard, like, you know what, we're, we're, it's, it's fine. We understand we're struggling. Just pay me when you can. Yeah. And so I would take my wife's check and then when it looked to the house, it wouldn't go to the bill, it'd go to the pay the employee. How do you nice. create that loyalty, bro? Because when a lot of people start, they, we don't, some people don't get that support, bro. It's, yeah. it's actually the opposite. Some people actually want you not to succeed. So they kind of make it almost impossible for you to get to that next level. How do you create that loyalty to where people support you in that way? Where they're like, hey, don't pay me. Hey, but here's my wife. Take my check, babe. I handled it. I, I think it's, it's um, they, they see the work. It'd be different if they saw me like just drinking away at the bar or yeah. just like throwing money away. It's very different. But they see me staying late. They see me working. They see me putting in multiple hours. And the staff see that. They might not say it, but they respect the hustle. And they're going to be there to help you out. Yeah. And I have the most amazing team at all my restaurants. I honestly have amazing people working for me. And I, I owe them everything. You know what, Betty? I owe them. I, I can't even put a price on what I owe them to allow me the opportunity to be a father to my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can step away from the restaurant because I know that they're going to take, they're gonna take care of it. I can't put a price on them. For sure. But, yeah, it's, I think it's just leading by example um, and not just pointing not being a finger pointer. Yeah. Really getting Leading in there. from the front. Yeah. Like really getting in there. And it, I, it's funny because I tell like uh, the restaurant, they'll be like, oh man, good thing you're here. And I was like, I didn't do nothing. I really didn't do nothing. I'm yeah. there like emotional support. Yeah. Like, do you need anything? Can I help you? And I'll pick up some plate. And they're like, oh man, you really helped us out. Like, sure. No, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. You know, I'm, not supposed, to, I'm not supposed to make my staff's job harder. I'm supposed to make it easy for them. I'm yeah. supposed to give them the right tools for them to succeed. For sure. And that's, I think that's where in return, they're like, damn, you know, Respect, right? Sure. And then, how is it that you gave everybody, I guess, so to say, the vision? How did you share that vision with them and tell them, like, "Hey, look, guys, I know we're here now, but this is what we're planning to be." I mean, how did you get them to understand where you were headed to, and not just, you know, your employees? I mean, everybody that was, yeah, my like family and everybody. Yeah. yeah, they just saw the passion. They saw I was really excited about doing it, and they just really believed in it. And it was a time where they started not believing in it. And it's normal, right? There's many times, yeah. It happens. And I don't blame them. You know, like, it's like there's no money coming in. There's, the sales aren't good. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And I think there was a time where, like, I started doubting myself, you know? And that's and it's when I started doubting myself where I realized, like, nah, like, all this sacrifice has to be, it has to be worth something. Yeah. And that's when it just kind of clicked. And it was like, boom, let's go. And then it was just 
how to build it. So, so when did you feel like that started paying off for you though? Because I know you again, you know, when when you start, you don't get paid, bro. You don't make money. When did you feel like you started making your money? When did you feel like that sacrifice was, was like worth finally it. worth it, bro? So right before the COVID is when I was actually making money for the first time. Okay. Right before 2019. Yeah, dude. It was okay. like the first time that I got paid like legit, like a whole year paid. Oh, nice. And then COVID happened. Wow. <laughs> so we're back, you know, we're trying to build it up again. But it, it's the thing is like we we me and my brother and like we understand like we open Bakersfield Pizza with cash money. Like, yeah, that was, no, that was our money. We invested in, mm-hmm. we opened Vida, we opened, you know, the Allstate, we bought those, you know, that's our money that we're just putting back in there. <clears throat> and that's what I was talking to you about the other day. It's like, we're not in it for five years, 10 years, you know, I, I that's fine. I'll, I'll drive around and beat a car and I'll take the sacrifice I only paid right now. Yeah. Because there's something bigger at the end and that's what we're building it for. For sure. Bro. We're not building it for next week. We're not building it for next year. For sure. We just keep building. See, and, and, and there's a lot of people, man, that, that they get into business, bro, and, and they have a very short-term mentality. Like, they get in, and if they don't make money within the first year, second year, third year, they're like, nah, this isn't for me. And then they go on and move on to the next thing. So it's it's not only sacrifice, bro, that you've you know, done. It, it, the consistency is crazy because not getting paid for a really long-ass time, dude, and, and, and still continuing to go forward with whatever you're doing and not switching that mentality. Cause bro, I've been there before I've doubted myself too. And I'm like, shit, maybe I bit off more than I could chew. And, and sometimes it happens, bro, where, you know, people around me, they doubt me and, 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 you know, it kind of gets to me as well. And I'm like, shit, if I start doubting myself, it's, it's, it's done. It's a wrap. You know what I mean? So for you to continue to even stay on that track and be like, you know what, I'm in this for the, the long term, you know, the 10, 15, 20 years from now, I think that's a mentality that a lot of people need to have going into any business. Yeah. That's that's why I say make sure it is that it's something that you love to do because if you're coming into you know do whatever business it doesn't matter you could be doing nails you could be doing uh, any kind of sales right you're you're coming in and you know uh, trying to establish a business but you're not thinking long term you're probably not going to make it. Yeah. So um, a lot of what we've been able to do like i keep repeating like aligning ourselves with people that are supporting the cause or being a part of the growth yeah um you know with vida with vida eatery um i kind of teamed up with the customer of ours and you know the, the name mao and we kind of build up vida eatery with my brother and from vida eatery we met uh emmanuel um who had a, a juice company out at the farmer's market and because yeah. of covid he wasn't able to make any money because there was no farmer's market yeah so we hired him on to work for us at Vida, and then his passion about juicing, we just kept talking about it. And we're like, well, let's, let's help him. You know, yeah. Supported. Yeah. So yeah. then we helped him, and now we started a juice company, too. So, so, so Vida, we, Vida, Vida is that one that's right off of uh, Stein, yeah, right? Yeah. It's right down the street yeah. from Camino. Right there, right across the street. No way, bro. Oh, my God. That's yeah. crazy. We were there. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy's we go, hey, so we're supporters, bro. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, yeah. man. The juice is bomb. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's so, awesome. And so that was Emmanuel's family that had been doing juice for, like, 20 years, and uh, the pandemic uh, made them shut down. Wow. And so, like... I saw him, like his work ethic and his willingness to really get in there. And even now we're like even we're in Solis, we're in Sam's Co. Nice. Uh we're in the in the uh, LA area, we're at the Beverly Hills Farmers Market, we're at the Hollywood Farmers Market, mm-hmm. we're gonna be at the Fresno market. We're just growing that brand too. Yeah. Um and but see the thing is for me, it's easy when you have people that are that like their passions there. Right. Yeah. It's easy to align yourself, but it's so hard to find those type of people. For sure. Um, but once you do find them, then yeah, let's, let's grow them. Let's let's work together. Let's do something. Yeah. Right. The growth. Yeah. For, for sure. sure. That's cool. That you have written Vida. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Uh, bro, I think we've been uh, to Camino. We've been to Baker's Pizza Co. We've been to so we we've been supporters for a long time, bro. Without even realizing. I actually went to Baker's Pizza Co. about like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome, man. I've seen it on Instagram, social media. Yeah. I've seen you know it was. I think they had like. Uh, I'm not sure if it was like a hot Cheeto pizza. Yeah, we got all kinds of had, uh, shit. That makes sense. Pizza, pizza or something. Yeah, yeah, we're always, we're always like, um, you know, I, I, I gotta applaud my kitchen crew for always putting up with my beer. I'm always like just thinking like, hey, let's let's do this. Or what if we do this? And and they're always like right there, like, all yeah. right, let's do it. You they don't know? question, no question. No, they're, they're about it, and you know, I I think that's what keeps the the excited. Like, I'm always excited to go to work so, about what we're working on, what we're doing. And uh, like right now, man, my brain's just full of all these things that we're going to be implementing in the next year. And I just can't wait to showcase what, you know, we can do for our community and continue to grow in our community. So, so let me ask you this. How did you how do you feel that you were able to get to that level? Because, you know, when you first start out in business, it's hard for people to take you serious. Right. It's hard for people to actually take your word on something. Oh, hey, you know, let's try this. It's not going to work, bro. It's not going to work. If, if you're saying that you're at a level where you're saying, hey, I want to do this. This is a new idea that I come up with. And they, no questions asked, do it. It takes work to get to that level, right? How is it that you feel like you got to that level? Why why do people not even question you when you have an idea now? Um, I, I think that they've seen, you know, what, what comes about, like, uh, it's like when you see somebody that's like, hey, let's do this. And you're like, nah. Then that person's never going to grow. Right, the closed mentality. Yes, yeah. but if you if you if you're in a group of people like this or this, like yeah, it's not like a brilliant idea. And then they're like, hey, what if we do this though? And then with that and that, and that you build these really unique ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that allows space for growth. Um, not even just from like a a professional standpoint, but just from like a friendship standpoint, like with your employee. Yeah, like you, you take in consideration and they, they grow. Like, like, hey, you know, this guy's really listening to me. Their feedback, basically, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, and so that's how I tell people, like, I'm not. I will never take credit for everything we've been able to accomplish with the multiple businesses that we have. Nice. You know, and we we've done not good on some businesses, and you know, um, some people call them, uh, you know, like a lost owl. You know, I took an owl, but yeah, they're, they're lessons. They're lessons. Lesson. I don't take losses. I take lessons, bro. Yeah, I love lesson, it. I you love know, it. and I'll keep. You know, I'll, I'll keep I'll taking a couple L's because it just makes me learn and and. Uh, uh, kind of adapt. Would you mind sharing some of those L's or those lessons? Um, yeah, well, we did a by the way cafe at the auto mall. Uh, we were there and it just didn't work out. Okay. Um, we did uh, right now we have El Camino Bakery on Panama, the Panadilla. Okay. It's a hard business, man. It's a very hard business. Panadilla is yeah. difficult, man. Yeah. Um, but you know we're we're learning and we're adapting and uh, as I'm saying, like this next year we have so many uh, ideas and things that we're bringing to Bakersfield and really excited about what for sure what, what we're going to be can we get a little sneak peek of what of what what you're going to bring just a sneak peek man <laughs> well the one we're working on right now with is that vida we're doing the creamery so we're going to have yeah. acai bowls we're going to have um ice cream waffle cones but it's all non-dairy nice so we're going to be able to accommodate a lot of people that have lactose which is really cool at camino real we added a, a whole new room for the buffet area and then we're gonna start doing our, our weekend brunch which is gonna be really cool nice we're gonna have the tortilla the omelet station chilaquil station we're gonna have paletas so we're gonna have fresh fresh juice see i'm nice. bringing in all my businesses in one yeah well, i have paleta for my own company there part of the, the juice. juice so basically oh, just connecting them yeah, all together yeah, nice yeah. man and I, I have an idea that i really want to do this um and i've been telling myself i'm gonna do it I want to do like a, a, a once a month, uh, get like a bus 
and and sell tickets and then take people to my businesses yeah and do meals for them like me personally and, and stories and tell them like about the food like where it came from and that's something i would like to do once i have everything set in order i got you. like to make it like more, you know like they have like a chef's table yeah we're gonna have like the owner's table right so i'm gonna sit down with them and talk about the food and present things different i got you there's a lot of things i'm excited about i got you and then alejandro one of the things that i feel you know, every business owner goes through in, in their uh, life and business is uh, plateauing or you feel like you get to this point in business where you just cap and you can't exceed another level. What did you uh, do to help you surpass that level that you felt, okay, I, I can't get? Like, did you get a coach? Did you get somebody right. to help you out? Because obviously, like you said, you know, you plateau and, and us as business owners, bro, we don't really have a lot of mentorship. There's not yeah. a lot of yeah, you can't hey, go and ask for coworkers. Yeah, and your coworkers are not going to be able to relate to you. And and sometimes your brother is not even going to know what the hell you're talking about yeah. because it's like, dude, I'm going through it too. So what did you do in those times? So a lot of it has to do with just like the personal growth, like where I want to be at, what I want to provide for my family, for my community, and for my employees. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of why I don't plateau is, you, do you have any idea how good it feels when people say like, you know, we travel so many miles or hours to come eat here? We follow you on Instagram. We saw the fish or people that say that's like we come in here because it's different. And that's why we love coming here. All that feedback, man. That's just like adrenaline being pumped. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, like I take that. And I'm like, all right, how can I keep people that excited? Like I thrive on that, you know, and I'm not perfect. We're going to people say, oh, yeah, I hate that place. Yeah, of course. Whack, of the course. Food's nasty. And that's fine. You know? Shout out to the haters. <laughs> <laughs> and, love them. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, like, you know, it, there's this thing, like, uh, I think it was, uh, I don't know if I should say whose who's quote this is. I'm saying it, bro. I'm saying it. We got Bill Cosby. Uh, <laughs> so, 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 I don't know the key to success, uh, but the key to failure is trying to please everyone. Yeah. Dude, that's 100% true. Yeah, I like that. That's so true. And that one resonates with me. I don't read a lot of books. I don't, I don't really got time for that. Yeah. I don't have mentorship. I have the best mentor, my dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But that, that, that resonates with me. And it's so true. And, you know, like, I feel like growing up, I used to see, like, guys that had restaurants and they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll fix that. Oh, yeah, I'll make that. Oh, I can do that for you. Oh, I'll do it. Like, nah, that's not me. This, this is what I'm presenting. Yeah. This is the food that we provide, you know? That's right. So basically what you're saying is you're focusing on mastering one thing, right? Whatever that is, right? You're not focused on on pleasing everybody because if that were the case, then you're not going to be able to perfect yeah. or, or be close to perfecting well, that have, one thing that you're mastering, you right? You have no growth if you are if you just immerse yourself in trying to please everybody. For sure. Like this this is my craft. This is what we do. And I get it. We might make mistakes, but give me an opportunity to fix it. Yeah. But this is who we are. And it's okay if you don't like vegan food or if you don't like our pizza crust or if you don't like that we have an orange chicken burrito on my menu. I come, you know, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. We have a lot of people that, that do like support it. Us. Yeah. yeah. That come here because of that. That like tell us, like, dude, we, we drive hours to the meet. There's right? an audience for or a target yeah. for everything that it's you It's like you get more yeses than the noes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you can't base your like your success off of Yelp reviews or Google reviews or okay. you can't. Because then you, you start paying attention to the people that don't like your food. And then that that starts like oh like it goes like, back into that thing where you get blinded and yeah. yeah. trying to please yeah. something. Yeah. No, that negativity. Yeah. You know, it's just like, okay, I read it, nah, I probably won't like it either. But you don't know if you don't experience it yourself. Yeah, like that's just you, you know, master your craft. 
move forward and stop trying to please everybody. So, so mastering your craft, let me ask you this. So you started Camino from Camino. Now you have multiple businesses. Again, you know, kind of like I mentioned, I know it's difficult running one business. When did you even decide, okay, you know what? This one's ready to go. This one's established. We got a good foundation. I'm ready for the next business. When did you decide that? And how did you decide that? So this is where it gets real emotion. Turn the lights down. Turn the lights down. <laughs> Get the pink lights <laughs> off. <laughs> no, the truth, uh, this is the truth. Um, Camino Real, like that's my whole heart. For sure. That's the first baby. Yeah. And um, I got comfortable with Camino Real. And we were okay. We're good, right? And then uh, about five, six years ago, I, I became a father. And for me, that just completely changed me. Like Camino Real was mine. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I'm a father now. Well, what am I going to do for my family? Yeah. And that's where the growth just did one. And so Bakersfield Pizza was created. And then um, after that was Paleta Company, which is just a little small. We sell paletas. We make paletas. Um, shout out to all the paleta lovers. Actually, during COVID, that's what kept me uh, financially stable. Nice. Selling paletas. paletas. Okay. Yeah. That's what helped me. Okay. Um, but for me, that that's my, what do they call it? Your, your why. My family. Your family, your kids? Yeah. Okay. Just an adrenaline shot straight to the heart. Yeah. Like, boom, let's go. Like, and, like, like in a sense, okay, so your family is your why, but how? Like, well, what is it that, 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 I guess, keeps you going? Like, what about your family? Like, what, what, what's the why? You know what I mean? Like, is it not seeing them like struggle? Yeah, like because it it's got to it's that... got to be deeper than that, bro. I know there's more to it. Like, do you want to be when you're when you're not here anymore? Is it a legacy yeah. you're trying to build? Yeah. Is it, you yeah. want to make sure your kids are financially stable? Yeah. What is it? I want that. I want financial stability for my family. I want, but you know, it, it's like they 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 keep me going. But you know what? The best thing is seeing your staff like just moving on up, like the staff finances. Yeah. And it's yeah. like they're doing also that, of our, you know, <laughs> yeah, of what you've been. Yeah. yeah, I got you. And then, and then what's even better is when you see that they're building their own thing. Yeah, yeah. They're they're carrying on. They're like, hey man, you know, uh, thanks for the job. I want to go do this now, and you see them grow. Yeah, I, that's just awesome. Support. Yeah. yeah. Support. So it's just amazing. So like for me, um, I, I doubt I'll ever plateau. I'll tell you that. Okay. I, I love what I do. I thrive on what I do. I, I'm a creator. I love creating. Whether it's cocktails, paletas, ice cream, I'm in it. I'm 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 doing 100%. an atmosphere, a vibe, a, a, a new restaurant. It doesn't matter. And the good thing is having people like again, my brother Fernando has been a huge help. And then I have my other siblings, the mom and dad. You know, obviously my mom and dad are my biggest critics, and um, but they they keep me going. You know, for sure. And very thankful for the support the community has provided for all our businesses. We feel that you know personally. We're thriving because of the growth that our agents are going through. I mean, we got guys that came in in the worst position that they've probably been in in their life. And um, the fact that they're sticking through us and then a year later, they're a whole different person. And it's like, bro, you just a year ago, you were in this position. You were here. And now look at where you're at. And it's because, I mean, I don't want to say it's because they surrounded, but at the end of the day, they're surrounding themselves around the right people that's causing them to grow. Yeah, well, you've seen, like, the way they have, like, the, the, the two plants, and one plant gets yelled at, and one plant gets just watered and nurtured, and that yeah. plant grows beautifully, right? The same thing with an employee. You know, if you provide the right atmosphere, the right environment for them, they're going to just prosper, they're going to grow, and they're going to be exactly what you need for your company. Right. And I think a lot of times, from as far as, like, an ownership or being an owner, 
too many people run their business from an owner's perspective. And sometimes you got to take a step back and run it from the employees or the customer's perspective. Yeah. Um, and so one thing I like to use is um, I used to play sports. I say used to because I can't no more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when I used to play sports like soccer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're in the game. Sometimes you need to get out of the game and sit in the in the in the stands and and see to see what you're in from a different perspective. Right. You should have done this. Yeah. yeah, it's so easy, right? Like when you're yeah. playing, like a, when you're watching a soccer game, and they're like, "Dude, that guy's open. You should have moved." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can that. Yeah, when you it feels very different. You got the tunnel vision. Yeah. yeah. You got the ball and that's it. Yeah. So sometimes you gotta like yeah, step back. Yeah. Take a step back to retract. Look yeah. At look at the field. Look, look at the players and see the options. Sometimes we get so immersed in the game yeah. that we don't see the person right there, like literally. like That's crazy, bro. That yeah, and, and it's relatable. That's everything in business. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it, it, it's like that. It's You focus on one thing. And, you know, for us, it's, you know, we're set on sales and we're set on sales and sales and sales. But what about the agents? What about the mentoring? What about, yeah. you know, it's all this so other much, stuff? Bro. And, and I like that you mentioned that, man, because... You know, it, it kind of took me a long time for me to actually take a step back because I was so into it. And I'm like fucking so concentrated, you know, on, on something that I, I, I kind of lose sight of the bigger picture, I guess you can say. Um, so one time, bro, we just we booked a trip to Mexico, Cancun. And I, I, I talked to my brother before I left and I'm like, dude, I think we got to make a lot of changes, bro. There's a lot of things that I don't like. And, and I legitimately, bro, just went goals for an entire week. I took a step back and all I did was reflect from the outside in. And I saw a lot of things that were wrong, bro. Like I really did. I was just like, okay, there's a lot of things that I need to fix. And we talked about that. Yeah. And when I came back, you know, you mentioned you, you, you don't read books, bro. You don't, you don't. And this is something that I want to really make clear. You don't have to read books to be a millionaire, bro. You don't have to uh, be the smartest person even, bro, to be a millionaire. What we have to do is take action. Yeah. And that's what I was lacking, bro. I was lacking on, on okay, I'm coming up with ideas, bro, but I'm not taking action. You know what I mean? So I, was, I retracted and I saw this is where I'm screwing up, you know? And um, yeah, that, that that's what it was for me, right? It was just taking action, taking action, taking action. So I like that you mentioned that a little earlier, bro, because that's huge. That's everything. Yeah. Right after he came back from Cancun? Bro, it just yeah, it's honestly, honestly, though, honestly, it, it, it was just one of those things. Not not just not just not just uh, uh, here at our company, bro. Um, you know, in in every possible way, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I feel like I I was able to grow in so many different ways just because I was like, okay, dude, this is what's going on. I got all these freaking ideas, but I'm not putting them to in motion, right? I'm reading all these books and I'm learning all this crap, but I'm not using that knowledge, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, my brother, uh, my brother tells me that I suffer from idea diarrhea. <laughs> I want to do this. I want to do that, and and I do. I I I you know I have so much like um yeah. things that I want to do, but you do got to organize them and be like, all right, let's let's start with this. This is priority. Let's yeah. get these out of the way. Once this gets done, let's go to the next one. But, yeah. Uh, honestly, I have a fan mind and concepts and things for for years to come. So. Yeah. It's like we have like two hundred tabs open in our head right now. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's important. Like, um, don't don't um, don't let the business run you. You know, right? You got to work on the business, not in the business. Yeah, that's what it is. And then just grow your grow your crew. Like, it's yeah. difficult. Yeah, it gets frustrating sometimes, but um, you got to invest in your in your crew and and give them the space to learn, give them the right tools. So I think it has a lot to do, bro, with uh, what you mentioned a little earlier. You said, um, the Bill Cosby quote. Yeah. What was the Bill Cosby quote? I don't know the key. I don't know the key. Hold on. I don't know the key to success, but the key to failure. 
is trying to please everybody, right? And I feel like that doesn't just apply to customers. It applies to your staff members. It applies yeah. to, like, for us, our agents. I had to learn that the hard way, bro. I feel like once I realized I couldn't please everybody, I, I relieved myself of so much pressure because I legitimately, bro, at one point in time, I was trying to make everybody happy. Oh, this agent was complaining about this. Okay, I'll try to fix it, too. Yeah. Oh, this agent wasn't happy because of this. Oh, I'll try to fix it, too. But you start losing sight of things. You start losing track of, of, of certain, you know, your, your core values, what yeah. you believe in, right? Um, so I think that's huge, bro. I think that's a very, very big thing because it's not just for your customers. It's also for your staff. And I think that's what really, really grows a company, really grows a good business is when the staff really truly support a business. Right. And the way that they're going to do that is by not trying to please everybody, just a certain people uh, or a certain group of people that believe in your vision. Yeah. Right. I think they uh, initially like some people might not believe in it, but mm -hmm. then they see the the mental progress, they see the the passion, they see like everything that you're doing and they're yeah. like, they got no other choice but to be like excited about it. Like, yeah, right. okay, this, so, is, oh, this, is, this is real, yeah, this yeah. is real, yeah. yeah. At, first, at first they might be hesitant, like, I don't know, this dude, we're drinking the wrong Kool-Aid or something. Yeah. But then they're just like, you know what, nah, like, I like, I like, I like where the mind is at, let's, let's do this. Yeah. For me, like seeing a lot of my employees uh, go to school, uh, graduate, you know, continue on with their careers and I tell all my employees like, look man, this is a stepping stone. Uh, it could be small stepping stones. It could be big stepping stones. So you spend more time with us and grow with us. So you can just use it to get to the next place. Yeah. But my job as an employer is to guide you in the right direction. Now, yeah. if you're unhappy working for me, then hey, just let me know, and you, you can go work somewhere else. It's yeah. Simple. Right. I don't want unhappy employees. So how do you how do you confront somebody like that? Somebody that's unhappy that doesn't want to work with you that you feel like they're throwing off the environment. What is it? How do you take action? Yeah, they're the bad fruit. The bad fruit in the, the batch. How, how do you deal with that? I let the employees deal with that. You know, they they're the ones that have to work with them. They're the ones that make the ultimate decisions. Like I always tell them when a new hire comes in. Yeah. Hey, how do they work? Okay, well, they're good. Okay, cool. Let's go. What if they all say, you know what, this person sucks? Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. And then I, I'll talk to the person, and then I'll try to give them, you know, the right tools. And if I feel like I give them the whole chest and tool and that i've done everything i could to make it work mm -hmm. if i have to move them out from one place take them somewhere else and you know have, have them do an opportunity that's what i'm going to do like i believe in people yeah I, I it's 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 very important for me to make my employees uh successful in their personal life and in their work life because that's going to equate to success in, in my business for sure and if they're not happy with their personal life or at work then it's not going to work out so it's really important to pay attention to that you know, that's crazy that you mentioned, you know, when you when you're talking about a personal life and then also relating to your work life or your business life. Uh, and I feel that in a sense, we're we're being leaders to where in our personal life, uh, you know, we we try to stay active. Uh, we're on the social media. We work out. I mean, we do a lot of things that basically all our agents are looking at us and they're all like, these guys are doing that. I think I should go to the gym. And uh, the other day, he had an agent reach out to him. And One of our agents here at our office. Shout out to Mara. Yeah, way, what was it that she told you? I know she she, she just said, something. look, honestly, because I post a lot of gym stuff, you know, and, and uh, you know, it got to a point where, um, you know, we started doing it every day. And the reason why we do that is because, well, number one, a lot of people say, oh, it doesn't count unless you check in, right? Which, you know, the reality is we don't do that because we're trying to check in. The reason why we post every day is because I want people to know, hey, we're out here. We're, we're doing the work. We're doing what we're supposed to do. And it, it, it inspires people, right? It motivates people. And I got that message from our from our agent. And she's like, dude, I've never cared about fitness activities. I've never cared to even like, you know, uh, look into that stuff. And seeing all of you guys on the same page, seeing all of you guys do that has like inspired me for me to start my journey. 
Bro, and that shit made me feel good. It made me feel really, really good because I'm like, okay, so we're leading by example and they're really watching what we're doing. I got to go. I got to keep going. And that's my why, bro, to why we we continue to do what we do because that's not just business, bro. That's on our personal side. Yeah. And I truly feel like if you're physically capable of like, okay, uh, I feel good about myself, you're going to perform good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really truly feel like that's a reflection of how your performance can be, right? Not, not in every case, obviously, but, you know, it does. No, for you, sure. You look good, you feel good, you perform good. That's, that's Those are the three things, bro, that we talk about, you know? So I, it really, like, touched me that that she mentioned, you know, she sent me that message, bro. Yep. Like, we come in here with the with this big-ass gallon that I got, right? Every day, every bro, day. a gallon of water. And then we see one of our guys, you know, a week later, he comes in with his gallon, and I'll oh, look at you with your gallon. You walked up the table with my phone. That's crazy, man. No, I, I think the... the the employees are a reflection of who you are. Yeah. And it's really important that you instill that because if you're just that guy that's just going to be pointing fingers and do that and, you know, writing your employees, like, yeah, ah, like we're supposed to make it easier for them. You know what I mean? We're for supposed sure. to give them the tools. And if they're not, if they're unhappy or something's not working out, then let's try to make it work. And if it can't work, then it didn't work. That's it. For sure. Let me ask you this too. One of the last questions. Uh, we're, we're about to wrap it up here in a few minutes. Um, if you were to not go the restaurant route, let's just say you never got a job as a buster, you never did that. What do you think you would have been doing today? You never, you never went the restaurant route. I probably mean marketing. Some, some, some marketing. marketing. Yeah. I Why? Love, I love creating like just, you know, the menus at the restaurant or, you know, like the, the stuff that I post on Instagram, yeah. like just marketing and it's just really neat, even photography. Okay. Um, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, like I said, I'm, I'm a creator. I'm not a businessman. I like to create. Nice. I just if I happen to create jobs, and if I happen to create great restaurants, and I'm still creating. Still creating, yeah, right? Creating. You that's know, that's a beautiful. I, I like that you mentioned you would be a marketer, and it, and it's just so general. I'm gonna give you a story about that right now. Right. That's what I'm story about that right now. That, you already read. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so basically, you know, anything in business is is revolved around marketing. Mm-hmm. Anything in business, rather you're selling churros, you're selling your lash tag, yeah, you're, you anything. know, anything you have to market yourself. And you know, one of the things you know at a, at a previous company we were at was, uh, you know, the the leader there. He was saying he was asking everybody who's choosing different people in the room, like, like what do you what think, do you this, think business this business is about, right? And then somebody's like, oh, I think it's about helping families. You know, okay, nice. And then you know, you. So when it got to Anthony, he goes and asks Anthony, Anthony. What do you think this real estate business is about? And what was your response to that? It's all the marketing. I was like, I think promoting. And he, told, he looks at he said, me, bro. marketing myself. He said, marketing myself and promoting. And he looks at me he's like, I think you're in the wrong business, man. He's like, you need to be promoting nightclubs or something. No, he, he, he straight, straight up, up in, front in front of everybody. He said, oh, you're in the wrong business, homie. Nah, I, I and I'm like, damn. You know, and in my head, I'm like, wow. You know, but marketing... Is is probably one of the biggest and most missed things that companies are not doing, bro. Free. It's free. Social media is fucking free, bro. Yeah, it's like you know? my brother was the same thing when I when I used to do hashtags and you're like, that's little kid stuff. Yeah. But that's and, how people yeah, like like, you know, posting is like, dude, that's like little shit. Yeah. That, that's that's where that's where we're at now. Yeah. So ten years ago, hashtags were like, you know, lame and now that's what Airbnb is. Everybody uses It's funny though, but I think, um, yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. You have to market yourself. And that's sure. something that I think in the future I'd like to do more because I don't really do any, I don't really get involved, like, you know, in the front of the restaurant. I let kind of like just the food and that speak for itself. Um, but I think people like that. 
social interaction of knowing where the growth is and what the restaurant's doing. Yeah. But um kind of feel like they're involved in it, right? Yeah. And you know, we do keep the staff or the, the customers updated with all the cool stuff that we're doing. But um, gotcha. yeah, marketing's really important. It doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. And like I said, Instagram, Facebook, it's all free. I still haven't got onto TikTok. Dude. I need to learn how to do that. Bro, I think you guys will blow up on TikTok. I need to learn how to do that. Bro, TikTok is I posted one video, bro. My I think it was my first, my second video. Uh, seventy thousand views, eighty thousand views. I'm like, man, that's local views. It's local views. A lot of people that see it here in town, I'm like, okay, so this works. A lot of support. You know, for sure. That's actually what we're working on with the. We have a couple of people that we've been interviewing to yeah. take over our social media. So damn TikTok, bro, for sure. That's it. We'll for sure, on TikTok, so doing the dances. <laughs> well, I mean, that's pretty much it, Rico. I don't know if you got anything else. No, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, it's a pleasure talking with you, picking yeah. your brain, man. It's, it's sure, crazy man. to see the like-minded, uh, you know, the like similar background, yeah. bro, which is yeah. crazy. We got very, very similar stories. Uh, it's just the upbringing your parents came from uh, Mexico. We're first generation, too. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the upbringing. We saw the struggle. Yeah. You know, we didn't want to work that eight to five. Yeah. You know, we wanted to work that seven to midnight. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-two hour shifts, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, honestly, I'm gonna finish this when when I when my wife was pregnant. We had our daughter. I was like, what am I supposed to do with eight hours? Yeah, what am I supposed to do with eight hours? Like eight hours, like my mother is barely turning on. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, at eight hours, I did all the hi, how are you doing? How are you doing? Staff, boom, boom. That's eight hours, right? Yeah. And then eight to twelve hours is where it's like, all right, this is what I need to do. 14 to 18 hours of this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I don't know how, I don't know. I, and I think that's why, like, it doesn't work when you limit yourself to just that eight hour shift. I think you, you're closing uh, opportunity. Yeah. Like, limit yourself, limiting yourself to that. Yeah. Like, just go, just keep going. Like, but you, go. you, you gotta love it, man. You gotta love it to be able to go that, that hard, yeah. you know, because and for some people, it's like nine to five and they're done. Yeah. yeah they see five o'clock, I'm out. I'm out, you know? I, I meant to say uh, restaurants just work eight hours a day. Ah, oh, <laughs> I'll do the great <laughs> I got you. Well, I mean that—that's pretty much it, guys. Again, this is Alejandro, uh, owner of Camino, uh, owner of Bakersfield Pizza Co., owner of now what? Now we know La Vida. It's called La Vida. Vida Eatery. Vida Eatery. The juicery. We have Double O Creamery. We have a Paleta Company. Uh, we have all state, two all state offices. Yeah, and that's all due to the community support and my family, um, for sure, my brother. So. Well, one of the viewers knew that we were gonna uh, interview you, so they asked, and I'm pretty sure already answered that already earlier. But you, so you are gonna bring brunch back, right? Sunday brunch? Yeah. So we're actually doing it better. We're bringing a uh, weekend brunch. Weekend brunch. Nice. Yeah, so it's gonna be all weekend. Yeah, sat Saturday, Sunday, and then we're doing a, a omelet station, chilaquila station, huevo ranchero station, hammy tortillas, gorditas. Nice. Uh, we're gonna have fresh pressed juice. We're gonna have it's gonna be it's gonna be a we're there on the weekend for sure. We're there, yeah, yeah we're, we're the regulars already. Everybody knows yeah, that. Yeah, sure. When I walk in, bro, they put my song on. Yeah. They already start bringing my drinks. So. Yeah, so stay tuned for the the Sunday brunch. We should have it up and running in the next coming weeks for sure. We're training our tortilla lady right now. Nice. Nice. Right, um, thanks for having me. Thank, thank you so you much guys. for being on here, bro. It was a, it was an honor. I, I got to pick your brain. I actually got to learn some stuff today. So yeah. that was pretty cool.